Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Autism, the podcast brought to you by me, Misha Davey, and my co-host and lifelong friend, here is Christelle. Hey. Hiya, Christelle. Now, we are super excited this week, aren't we? Because we've got like a, like a mini celeb coming on this week. Oh, yes, we do. Yeah, we have got the wonderful Marcus Mitchell, who you may see on Instagram, on memes. You might have been sent one of his memes once. Uh, very, very funny. It's actually Marcus Mitchell official. Mar- or Marcus <laughs> or on Facebook, Marcus Mitchell Autism Journey, because Marcus is, in fact, autistic. He is a adult with living with autism and as well as doing his comedy stuff, he does like to also raise autism awareness, which we are all about here, Christelle, aren't we? That's what we're all about. Yes. Let's <laughs> yeah. talk autism. You get so, it? It's in the title. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, Christelle, what have you been up to this week? How's life going your end? Life's fine. You know, uh, so many cases of someone's got corona in the kids' schools. So um, if it's in their bubble, then they get sent home for two weeks, yada, yada, yada. So, yeah, it's a bit of that. We're just looking forward to Christmas, to be honest with you. What about you? I know. Well, we've actually had some snow. I know. It looks beautiful. You sent me pictures. We're so jealous. I know. Really, that was really a nice surprise on Friday. My youngest son's never really seen the snow. He's same age as your youngest one, isn't he? They're three. So mm. I think there was like a little bit of snow but he would have been about five, oh. six months. So he wouldn't have remembered yeah. it. So yeah, he was so excited. Uh, so oh. yeah, it, yeah, it's been nice. But it was that snow that didn't last. It kind of, it it, it was enough to build a snowman. Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> Someone give <laughs> but, a record contract. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, at least you got some. At least you got a little bit of snow. I don't know. It's been cold down here in London. But do you know what was really strange, right? Because obviously, like, with my middle son being autistic, I didn't know how he'd be because he can be quite sensitive to temperature. So if he gets too hot, he gets very, very upset. Obviously, he gets too cold, he gets very upset. But he was just loving life like he was on his hands and knees digging and plowing in the snow mm. and um yeah he was uh what's it called me was just he was loving it I was like come on let's go in we, like mm. me and the eldest and youngest hands were frozen even though we had gloves on and we were just too cold to be dealing yeah. with it but he just was like no I'm staying here and so <laughs> I had to boy. yeah I had to bribe him in the end but oh. yeah <laughs> It was a it was a nice nicer day, but yeah. Apart from that, have you got any news on the HCP, Christelle? I know a few people have messaged us uh, about they this. They are so slow right now, but we're going to take drastic measures now. We're going to write to the MP. We're making complaints because really by now something should have been done. And I think the worst part about it is not hearing anything at all. You know, even yeah. if you get a little message just to show you that An they update. are doing something. Yeah, but it's literally, unless we contact them, it's, you know, crickets over here. So, um, yeah, they're, they're not going to mess around with my son's education. Sorry, but um, yeah, I'm getting on it. Now, listen to me, uh, Tower Hamlets. Cancel. Yes. You, tell you, you don't know. You don't know my mate, Christelle. You don't mess with Christelle. <laughs> <laughs> I've known this girl years. You're going down. She's going looking... down. <laughs> right, Christelle, shall we bring Marcus on? Because I am excited about this. Let's do it. Hi, 
and welcome on to Let's Talk Autism. This week we are super, super excited because we have got meme viral internet legend Marcus Mitchell. Hello Marcus. Hey Marcus. Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm so happy to be on here. This is literally my first ever podcast. I'm like, oh. I was nervous, nervous at first, but Nah, I'm really excited now. <laughs> now you've yeah. met us and you know we're not too scary. You're okay. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I fit in just right because you two like seem to be like really good mates and know each other's, each other's banter. So I think yeah. I fit in quite well, to be honest. <laughs> exactly. Now, Marcus, yeah. obviously yeah. you've come to our attention because yeah. you are a meme legend. So we're going <laughs> to be talking about that and your Instagram and social yep. media presence a little bit later mm-hmm. on but first of all we are going to talk about autism because yeah one, one it's the let's talk autism podcast and yeah. two <laughs> you are autistic aren't you definitely yeah <laughs> the name gives it away <laughs> he said he said definitely definitely <laughs> i have my diagnosis here so marcus tell us a little bit about growing up and what mm-hmm. age was you diagnosed autistic um, I was first diagnosed when I was 14 years old. A bit before that, like, I was always, like, like the services and my mum thought I was a naughty child. I'd have my, like, what they call as tantrums back then. Because now a lot of things have changed. Like, it's quicker to get a diagnosis and autism is more heard of now. But back then it wasn't. So, like, yeah, I was deemed as, like, a naughty child. So I was diagnosed when I was 14 and I was actually sectioned under the mental health act wow so that was when you was 14 you was actually sectioned. yeah yeah it's 14 and what was the reasoning they sectioned you basically I try I have trouble with my OCD as well because obviously with autism you can sometimes get like OCD with it traits as well can't you like the obsessions so um yeah I was sectioned under the mental health health um I was in a psychiatric unit 300 miles away from my my home here in Cornwall I think it was East Sussex and basically what caused me to be sectioned there is I was went on a really bad like spot went on a spiral and went on a pretty like a down patch and I was getting obsessions so like I get obsessed I know it sounds really crazy but I get obsessed with like people like a fascination so because I was young and you know you would thought you would get like you thought it would be like a I don't know a crush on someone or something like that because you're like the teenage thing well I kind of like got obsessed with like this guy that my sister knew and basically I was like fixated I would like make up I know it sounds really horrible but I would make up like fake accounts and try and talk to him like it's basically you just want to be in their company don't you yeah I mean yeah it's like it's really weird yeah my son's quite like that. Uh, he's only seven, uh, yeah. but he gets very fixated on objects and certain children in his yeah. class mm-hmm. to, to a point where, yeah, it's, it's too much. And I've said to the parents, you know, like, I know my son is really wants to be your son's friend. And it be yeah. all my son speaks about, like, continually. And it is something that's on his sort of EHCP plan that we have mm-hmm. to put in intervention so that he plays with other children because he does have that fixation on people like he's I've got he's got an older sister and a younger brother but his yeah. older sister he is really really fixated on yeah and I think what it is is because like I don't know what it is but with with like my brain like I could I think when I get close to someone and especially normally males I get like fixated with and I don't know what it is that attracts me I think because they're being nice to me and they're opening their 
spending time with me, their, their time on me, and they're opening up to let me in, I think I get a bit attached, do you know what I mean? And I think, yeah. So from there, Marcus, what, what happened? You know, is this when you got your diagnosis then? Yeah, that was when I got uh, the diagnosis. So yeah, that was that was literally the reason for it. And then obviously they had like professionals there and I had a psychologist who I would meet like every day um, just to talk about my feelings and all that and how I feel. And obviously they would um, monitor me, closely monitor me. And yeah, that was then suddenly, wasn't before, long before I was about to leave. It was like, right, we've, you know, diagnosed you. You've got autism. It seems like you're showing traits of that. Um, so yeah, they they done that, and then I literally left after. Um, I think it was a bit of a relief, you know. That I was just going to got... say that. Yeah, mm. I was going to say, was it because even as a a parent to an autistic child, mm. and knowing in my heart, because I used to be a teacher, if you didn't know, um, yeah, knowing yeah. in my heart <laughs> yeah. that he was autistic, mm. but then for them to have actually say those words, yes, he is autistic. It was it just even for me as a parent, that was a, a huge just a relief. It's like, mm. right, somebody's actually listened to me yeah. and someone understands. And is that how yeah. you felt? Yeah, that's definitely how I felt. I mean, it was hard getting used to. It's quite overwhelming because obviously I was still quite young and at 14. I didn't really know as much. But for my mum, it was a massive relief because mm. while, 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 sorry, while I grew up, my mum was always deemed and they always told her, well, maybe it was your parenting. And they actually put it at one point down to bad parenting. And that's what really upset my mum. So now mm. it's like kind of like, it's a relief for her. And was there a lot and more support then? Yeah, there was quite a lot of support up until I was like 18. And I mean, I would meet with like therapists and all daily. Um, I think it did help. But the thing is, in Cornwall, you get like a lack of services. Like they're not as good like we say up country <laughs> it's not as good up there up down here than what it is up there and you've got to really fight for things and yeah you've got to it's almost like you've got to prove to them like like say like this is how my son is you may actually got to see it like got to show them because they're not very good at listening <laughs> yeah so when was there a breakthrough for you um when did you feel like okay I'm getting all the help that I need I know what's going on with me when was there a breakthrough where you feel like okay now I can I feel like I can be myself oh yeah that's a good question um I think it was as so as I grew up I was 14 then 15 16 17 like the years went on and as I got basically I did my mum talk like showed me what autism's about and all that and then basically it was just all those years I was just researching it and then every time like I had in my head like I would basically for instance like I'm autistic I'm autistic if that makes sense sorry I'm not very good at explaining but every time I would always tell myself yeah I'm really autistic and then it would just sink in and then really it's just I could be myself then and and what did it mean to you to be autistic and that's one thing I always think about that we as parents we we can't get that we know that our children are autistic yeah but in their point of view what Mm -hmm. does it mean to them and what did it mean to you I mean to me it felt I was it obviously meant I was a bit different from everyone else um but I mean now I just call myself as like unique because I just think like I say autism is like your superpower isn't it what makes you different from the world and unique so I definitely think that it's you know something to be proud of now yeah definitely and and with your Instagram account and your social media presence you're really raising awareness for autism aren't you yeah yeah is that how it started out 
with the social media tell us a little bit about that because you recreate and you create your own memes some of them (laughs) some of them outrageous Marcus (laughs) yeah but very funny Uh, and they've been shared like absolutely worldwide haven't they yeah global so tell us a little bit about how it what came first was it a Facebook was it the Instagram and how did it really like just how's your journey been yeah right basically it all started I was at college I did further education and which is like which is like for people with like more more needs special needs so I, I, I was I did further education and that course and basically they told me that I should start up some sort of like blog and talk about my autism more to raise awareness so I did that and it was actually like a website blog and then that took off quite well and then I decided to do a Facebook page and then I called it Marcus's Autism Journey and I just started like posting every day about my autism and then before you know it like that's where it all started really it blew up and people started liking and sharing and yeah so do you take joy in bringing people laughter yeah definitely I mean at first it was all new to me see I've been doing it for about five years four or five years now wow I didn't realize it's as long as that yeah about four years precisely yeah at first I was was very shy but I think with social media Although there can be some bad sides, which I've kind of learned now with the trolling and things, but they're also like social media, making people laugh and spreading awareness about autism is more like my therapy. So I get, yeah, like, although it's got it's bad, it's it's quite good in a way. Yeah. So with social media, I think people have described it as it can be a place where it's so amazing. People you don't mm. know all coming together, laughing together and just yeah. having like a community behind you. It's amazing. Right. But then you also get the other side where you get trolls and people making not, you know, very nice comments. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with both sides? And when do you feel like, you know, sometimes we've seen on your post, sometimes you take like a break from social media. Where's What's the balance, basically? Uh, yeah, I think it's, yeah, definitely me protecting myself mentally and emotionally. Um, and when I take that break, I, when I come, I take a break and I just spend more time on myself and I kind of like reflect and see what I can like do better and improve on. Because, I mean, we've all got to have, like, self-care and take time out for all of us, all of ourselves. And I just think that we do, we all need a break sometimes. And, and now when I get, like, a hate comment, I just, like, think, now nah, I'm not taking a break. I'm just going to stand up to them and just, you know, carry on doing what I'm doing. Because at the end of the day, their opinions and all that are irrelevant to me. And I just need to not know that it shouldn't affect my life. Yeah, yeah. and they're pretty sad, aren't they? Pretty yeah, sad people. Yeah. yeah, I get some awful comments, but... Marcus, I've seen I mean... a lot as well, and it's disgusting, it really is. And mm. I've seen that people say quite a lot to you that you're not autistic. Is that... And that is, isn't it? We've seen it quite a lot because you do comedy, and mm-hmm. I know my son's got a really good sense of humour, and go, oh, I didn't realise autistic people were funny, or... Exactly, yeah. I understand that joke. It's so silly, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> really, what world are you in? It is because like people need to need to realize that people we are human and we are kind of the same as the rest of people, but we can't and we can have a sense of humor as well. Like it's not people think that oh you don't look autistic. Like are you meant to act a certain way or something? Or mm. like I mean, I can you've kind had of... people message that to you, haven't you? You don't look autistic. Yeah, yeah, and I just think yeah, it is. How I respond to that is just what am I meant to do? Have like an autism ID or mm. about a card saying that. I'm diagnosed as autistic. Do I have to show yeah. it to everyone? Yeah, it's, it's, I don't understand sometimes because people, we're in a world, yeah, but 
although there is pretty much enough awareness of autism, but there isn't. It just shows that there's not enough. Yeah. As, there can never be enough. Mm, yeah, and in, that, yeah. in terms of positive messages, do you, you, there must be a lot more of those that outweigh the trolls. Let's focus on them. I mean, how do you feel your social media influence has has helped other parents or other people that are autistic as well, like yourself? I think it's shown people that obviously people with autism can have a sense of humour. And I think it's like, I always get positive messages. Like, I don't want to like, you know, blow my own, what's it saying? Blow my own smoke or something. Horn. Blow your own trumpet. Yeah, that's right. Look at me, I said, I said horn. <laughs> I love it. You can go blow your horn over there, Chris, if you want. <laughs> so like, yeah, I don't mean to blow my own trumpet, but like, I get called like inspiration and all the time. And that's, that's what I, what really like makes me really proud to, mm. be, to, do, to do what I do. And it overpowers mm. the negativity. Yeah. Um, I saw uh, you got a little a message. I won't say little message because it's quite big from um, Dan from Towie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but it's nice. Yeah, it is nice, mm. like you said, to get them kind of comments and yeah. you think, oh, that's, that's amazing, you know. So who cares about the people that are looking at you in a ne- negative aspect when you're bringing so much joy to everybody else? Exactly, yeah. And I just think, like, a big, sorry, I don't know if I can say this, but a big F you to all the haters. Like, I think... You can say like, that. We can say that. Big fudge you. Big fudge you. Big fudge you. Yeah, big fudge you. Oh my God, I thought you'd swore then, Christo. I was like, oh. I thought she was as well. So, Marcus, what do you see for your future? You've made it quite clear that you want to take over the social media world, that you want this to be your career. So, where do you see yourself going? (laughs) Christelle's rubbing her fingers like, money, money, money. Money. What's that song you used to sing? In a rich man's world. Maybe I got your money. That's Christelle's song. Hey, hey, do, do. No, what? (laughs) I don't know. So, where do you fight? Where do you think you're going to go with this? Where would you like to go with this? Um, I'd just like to carry on what I'm doing, just grow more. Yeah, just to grow more with what I'm doing, grow a bigger following, and just carry on making people laugh, smile. Yeah, I don't know what to say, but I would like awareness. Yeah, raising awareness and just show that autistic people can be themselves and, you know, they don't need to prove to anyone that that they can't be themselves, if that makes sense. So I just want to, yeah, just carry on. Well, we think you are doing an amazing job and we'd love to have you back on the Uh, Let's Talk Autism podcast again to speak about, I don't know, anything else. Just come on for a chat. We love a chat, don't we, Chris? It'd be nice if it was in person, have a biscuit, you know? Oh, yeah, a cup of tea, yeah. Yeah. Marcus can do that. Not with with Uh, five sugars, though. (laughs) (laughs) Do you mean, what do you do there? Do you put the milk before the tea bag or the tea bag before the milk? Tea bag before the milk. Milk after. Yeah. Milk after. Tea bag first. Oh, no, milk. milk before for me. Oh. <laughs> mm. Marcus can go and have tea with friends because he's because he's tier one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're, right, yeah. We're, we're stuck in tier whatever. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Marcus, for coming on. It has been an yes, absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast this week. And where Do can I we say, find you? You can find me. It's Marcus Mitchell official. Well, prim and proper official. <laughs> you need a blue tick. I mean, yeah, I'd want one, but I just think don't really matter to me <laughs> really that, is, is. that is all i'm aiming for in life is a blue tick no do you want what do you want to be in your life? i just want to have blue tick yeah blue but, tick. Um... <laughs> so inspirational <laughs> i love this so... honestly i'm cracked up <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Thank you so much, Marcus. And we will speak to you soon. Bye. Lovely talking to you. Bye. Oh, Christelle, what a lovely guy is Marcus. That was so good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really good. And he's such a nice and sweet young man. And I just love his outlook on life. He's so positive. Even though he, you know, gets so many stupid messages. I have to say stupid messages because when you say to somebody, you do not look autistic. You know, we asked this question um, months ago. Yeah. yeah. What does autism look like? Did we get any answers? No. <laughs> No, no, we didn't. So please, if you're out there and you're a person who says to people, oh, he doesn't look autistic or she doesn't look autistic or, you know, you don't look autistic. Please, before you say it, make sure you have the description of what autism looks like. (laughs) And good luck finding it. But I mean, Marcus was amazing. Just such a positive, positive guy and so funny and warm and and honest as well. I know some of that he found difficult to to speak about and mm. we'd said to him not to speak about anything he feels uncomfortable about obviously yeah um but yeah I really appreciate Marcus coming on but Christelle do you know what right I told you I'll let you in on a little secret I shouldn't really tell I'm not one to gossip but... No, no, but I won't I won't tell anyone <laughs> I love going to Christelle with a gossip so when <laughs> someone I know right right someone close to me Mm-hmm. one of their good friends yeah that I know I know this person has a trolling account they've like openly admitted it to the person that's close to me that they have an account that they troll celebrities on well that's pretty sad aren't they ain't that sad it's, like, it's so sad it's but, like really but Christelle right this person like, I don't know I don't know the person to be friends with do you know what I mean but uh Chris says like tell me who it is <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not no one we know from school but Chris all right <laughs> but this person right is a normal person with a good no, job I know no. they're not I know I know on the surface on the surface they're mm. a normal person you know it's like when someone around right, I'm really really I'm going a bit extreme extreme here comparing them to a serial killer but you yep. know when you like you see like did you watch that program about the serial killer it's really terrible and people are like oh my goodness I've never expected it of him mm. it's scary because you think you know people and they've got this underlying lurking like so this person goes to work and a nice normal job with a nice normal family and then comes home and sits on this fake account trolling people WTF is what I say to that like what the fudge <laughs> I thought you was gonna say it again. Then oh my god! Yeah, I, I, you must be so bored or so unhappy with your life to have time to do that. Like, go really? do something else. Go, go and open up an allotment, yeah, and do something you know productive, something calming, something zen, you know, instead or of trolling people, knit or something like that. Like what? I don't get it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I do not get it. I don't. Like, I don't want. I don't even want to get it. I don't want to get. It. Yeah, I suppose you're right. But yeah, you got to have. There's got to be something a little bit missing there. And when I read people's comments, sometimes like when some people have trolled us and that or trolled my account, I feel like retaliating. But actually, yeah. it's you're giving them the attention that they want, and it, it's I nice just reply. to go block. <laughs> yeah. Bye bye. I can never reply because I just feel like if I reply. I am giving them purpose for their life. So 
I would just ignore because really they their comments mean nothing to me yeah you're not positive you're just coming with your bad energy and I've got better things to do so block block I know but if it was me and you at school Crystal do you think our mentality would have been different do you think we would have argued these (laughs) we we, we would have argued and got detention and got suspended and everything to the death we would have argued yes that would have not been a good look. No. <laughs> Thank God there wasn't social media when we were kids. Oh my but... God. Imagine. <laughs> so we're having a ball anyway here on Let's Talk Autism. You can find us over on Instagram. Please do get involved. We love chatting to everybody over on Let's Talk Autism podcast. You can find Christelle at Chrissy Baby 10. Yes. You can find me at the Cockney Blog Girl. And we're going to be back next week with more Christmas festive fun we're bringing Hooray. we're bringing we're bringing christmas back to a <laughs> don't know don't know just you know why i had that justin timberlake in that song in my head <laughs> i'm bringing sexy back yeah you're bringing christmas back <laughs> i'm bringing christmas back <laughs> yes so we we continue with the festivities so christelle how did you feel that basically do you remember before we had marcus on we was like right this week let's try and be a lot more professional yeah. let's really plan this out we had a little plan going on with some we did, yes with some questions and that we weren't just going to wing it and <laughs> today on episode 28 that was our most chaotic most hyper episode ever what the hell went yeah. wrong yeah so me i shall. apologize for any screaming in the background from both of our sets of children my, as i say <laughs> we recorded it on the day that my children were home because uh, they hadn't been very well chris Dell's uh, home because you were isolating fake and isolating they are even the dog came up at one point and got involved my dog's not allowed upstairs and he managed to escape despicable i blame despicable. marcus <laughs> we're blaming yeah. marcus for it yeah so. let's blame marcus for that yeah, next week we'll try and be more professional again, but maybe professional just doesn't suit us, Chris. Like maybe we should just 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 roll with this. But vibe. professional means very different things to different different people. So exactly. You know, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> That's it from us. You can find us on Let's Talk Autism Podcast. You can find Christelle at Chrissy Baby 10 and you can find me at the Cockney Blog Girl. Get involved. We love talking to you. So thanks again for all the support. We'll be back next week with another festive number from me and Christelle on the Let's Talk Autism Podcast. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah, not the mic over. Knock it over, knock the mic over. <laughs> Such a fool. <laughs>